So if you say flag football and then you say is for pussies, I have to take flag football. Anybody. I'll do what Taylor doesn't do. Let's go to that back room real right. quick. And Dawn. I want a third choice too, and that third choice is America. Can we all just choose America? The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Is that how you wanted to start the day, Brandon? Yeah, remember yesterday when I said that uh, tomorrow's going to be perfect? <laughs> Way to start the show. So, so on Rad TV, uh, which you can watch at members.radradio.com, uh, there, there's also, so Brandon and I have our screens. But sometimes Brandon's doing like behind the scenes work that I can see, but viewers can't. Mm. That was not the case. Not this time. As Brandon was queuing up a video that we may or may not get to later. Oh. And I'm like, why, why is that guy being shown? And then I, and then oh. I saw Brandon's face. <laughs> As he just shook his head back and forth as though, man, we're not even three seconds into today. And how you feeling, buddy? You know what? I'm not going <laughs> to let that phase me. That's, that's the only thing bad that's going to happen All on right. my end today. Excellent. Well, don't feel too bad because during our 5 a.m., there's best of segments that happen. And there was five minutes missing from one of them that we caught, and we had to throw in an extra filler. So if things didn't end right on the 5 a.m. hour, that was also my bad. So. Hey, it's, it's not a rad day if there isn't a fuster oh, clock somewhere. So very good. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com, from uh, Madison. Hey, Madison. She says, I'd like to request a birthday shout-out to my charming, intelligent, and stunningly handsome sugar daddy of a boyfriend, Mr. Jason. Ooh, oh, oh, Mr. Jason. Uh, he's oh. been listening to your show since 2002. He's a loyal maggot who is turning... 49. He's an old mister. <laughs> we have found out that he not only shares his birthday with famous historical figures, Babe Ruth, Ronald Reagan, Bob Marley. She lists those. Also, uh, Rick Astley. Never going to give you oh. up. Uh, Axel Rose has a birthday today. Damn. NBC News uh, uh, anchor for years, Tom Brokaw. And she says, but more importantly, he also shares it with gorgeous local celebrity and famous radio star, the iconic Mrs. Christina Williams. Yeah. How, uh, how nice of you to remember, Madison and Jason. That yes. is. It's my wife's birthday today woo, as well. Woo. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Woo, woo, Madison woo. says uh, that Jason is listening, and it would make us both very happy as this was the least expensive item on his wish list. All right. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. So my wife, Christina, can always remember her birthday moving forward as the day the first thing she heard out of my mouth was, Toby Keith died. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I knew the uh, the country singer who, uh, his uh, his song, uh, Should Have Been a Cowboy, has always been one of my favorites. That's back when country music was really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I knew he had stomach cancer. He announced it in 2022. All indications were that he was doing well. He was at the People's Choice Awards back in September. Looked great. Yeah. Uh, the the... I guess the buzz right now is that he he just he relapsed and didn't want everybody fawning over him and you know doing the tributes oh, as he's on his yeah, way out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so oh it, God, yeah. They, they say they say that he died peacefully. His family was around him because oh. they all knew it was coming. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toby Keith uh, is uh, number two on the list. Carl Weathers and then Toby oh. Keith. Although Kyle had somebody like in his circle pass away as well, and I'm like, well, there's your three. Yeah, if you do, yeah. if you do the triangle of three, <laughs> yours is completed. But we'll see if. I, by the way, there is no proof. There is absolutely. It's been studied. The, 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 the famous people dying in threes. It's. It's just. Um, it's bubkiss. Fun to say. I, I, I yeah, that's it's the word. It's fun. But, morbidly you know. fun, I suppose. Right. Yeah, it's like because everybody's now is sitting around. Who's going to be number three? Or they're it, looking back to late last week. Is there somebody who who died within five days that mm. we should have included in the. Uh, the three. Huh. Uh, we got this email uh, from Adam. Hey, Adam. Uh, he says, please tell me you saw the final contestant last night on Jeopardy. Okay, first of all, Adam, no one saw the final contestant <laughs> on Jeopardy last night. 
as much as uh, Trevor Noah ruined The Daily Show, this is what's been done to Jeopardy. Oh, and I know, I know, you, you know, it's hard to replace Alex Trebek. But oh my gosh, impossible. They didn't try. So no. it, it, nobody nobody cares. The, the Jeopardy is, has gone, uh, they're off the radar. It's just not something people talk about anymore. The ratings are stunningly bad. The, the, the only way they could have saved themselves, and this is not a smart, known to be a smart person, right, like in the educational world, is Ryan Seacrest. He would have done something right. with it, just because he's a great host. And he's doing Wheel of Fortune. Exactly. But so. he's like, he's such a great yeah. host and, and and showman, so he would have pulled it out. I don't think he's smart enough. That's the problem. Th that is the problem. Yeah. And, yep. and and I we'll, we'll see what happens with Wheel of Fortune, too. I I, I just don't know if either of these shows is going to make it with, with Trebek and uh, Pat Sajak going. You guys think um, game shows are kind of just on their way out? I know no. there's a few. No, really? No. There's strong evidence for them coming Abs back? Absolutely. Being, well, first okay. of all, it's all about the host. And the show being iconic. Yeah. Family Feud is killing it still. Steve oh Harvey, best in the Steve business. Steve Harvey, yes. Uh, uh, $100,000 Pyramid, thanks to Michael Strahan. Killing it, <laughs> getting huge ratings. And, th I mean, there's a whole goddamn network for this. And, and a lot of oh, those yeah. shows are doing really well. It's it's all about the type of game, but also the personality of the host. They're out there. Understood. Uh, that, like, for example, back to the Game Show Network, a show that that, that is awful. And the ratings reflects it. It reflected is this stupid. Uh, I forget what it's called. Is it People Puzzler? Whatever this Leah Remini show is, oh, the, yeah. the King of Queens bitch. Awful. Yeah. And and she's got a horrible personality on that show. Oh. So it really does come yeah, down. Yeah. See, to this I show. like her for other things, not that. I haven't she's even, bad. You think I would tune in because I've enjoyed her, but not as a game show host. It is People Puzzler, by the way. Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. awful. It's awful. Yeah. I've tried a few yeah. times. Oh God, <laughs> there's another one. Oh boy. Okay. <sighs> what the hell is her name? Bad start. All right. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of a movie where you all can help play this word game. All right, here we go. Okay, Shallow Hal. Jack Black. Gwyneth Paltrow. No, but she was one of the women on there that he thought was beautiful. This was his affliction, right? And But in real life would be considered ugly. She was in the taxi cab. Susan Ward? No. What is she doing now that you're trying to get us to say her she's name? She's doing a game show and she's doing it terribly. And I don't even remember the name of the game show. So this is wow. terrible. All right. Blonde Nan, hair. Erin uh, uh, Bartlett. No. Nan Martin. No. Are you naming all the people? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm naming them all. But you said she was in Taxi, like way back in the day? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. She was in a taxi cab in Shallow How. That's how he met oh, her. Oh, gotcha. Brooke Burns? Yeah. Yes, that's it. Brooke Burns. Yeah. <laughs> She has got. <laughs> That's also awful. <sighs> anyway, that fell apart. Moving wow. on. Wow. <laughs> that. Uh, are we? Are wait a minute? Did you guys? Did you? Did the oh three of you get together and say, "Let's do the worst opening segment of the, of the show's history"? Oh, it's not that bad. Brandon's gonna screw up Rad TV. Oh Kyle's gonna acknowledge something that we had to find. And then this. Hey, hey, hey. Now, Holy this is crap. my every day. Um, Don't just make it like I just did it today. Is this the show with the three geniuses? And, 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 and they, they have so. to keep it. Yeah. She's the wrong host. She was, she was great on The Beast, yes. uh, who's, who was one of the geniuses. And now they, they get three other geniuses. Ken Jennings was one I for a while. So, it's yeah. all. Yes, it's a horrible yeah. show. Dog Eat Dog is what that show's called, right? No, that's the NBC. That doesn't sound right. Uh, no, it's on the game show. Okay, why don't we? I tell you one. what. Why don't we move the chase, on? The chase. Right? The chase. Cool. <laughs>
Jesus. This is all your fault, Adam. If you wouldn't have written in and you're wrong about all this anyways, none of this would have happened. I am highly entertained right now. <laughs> Adam says, uh, please tell me that you saw the final contestant last night on Jeopardy. The girl who won was in the middle. All three players waged zero. After winning, she puts up each of her hands with a zero to the other players and looks back and forth while stroking her zero-shaped hands. It was one of the most hilarious moments I've ever seen, and as soon as that happened, I knew everyone was going to blow this up on social media, which I don't use. So I'm channeling it through my one and only radio show. No, it's it's not on social media at all. Oh, buddy. Thank you for sending us the clip through a, through a direct email. I, I, I dove deep. <laughs> Nobody, I guess this determined who's going to the Tournament of Champions or something. Nobody's oh, talking about it. By the way, correction, Brooke Burns hosted the show Masterminds, which is the yes. one you guys are talking about. That is it. Great. All right. Great. Moving along. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we got this email uh, yesterday from Michael. Hey, Michael. Now, he actually wrote at the end of yesterday's sports show, the Mixed Pick Sports Show, which we do every morning at 10 a.m., Steve Mickelson and I. And I'm going to read parts of this uh, today when, when we're back at it. But I, I wanted to read parts of it on, on this show uh, as well. Uh, he says, hey, Rob, I am a sports net. Um, not. Like a uh, back. Like a basketball uh, net? Back, back, <laughs> badminton or a volleyball. Oh, He's a sports right, right, net. Right, Would yeah. you just lay down and keep <laughs> I don't know. I am a sports net, and I have been my whole life. I have also learned in the last 25 years that you tend to adapt and adjust the way you do things until you get it right. And that doesn't mean I've always agreed with you or even liked the way you do things, but obviously over 25 years of trusting you. I happen to enjoy you as somebody that has never given up. The sports show, if I can just give you a piece of advice. Love oh. Uh, when people want to listen to sports shows, we want opinions. And I don't feel like you're giving enough of your opinion. People trust you. People know you. You're going to have to form opinions, whether they're popular or not. But I trust you are 100% going to get it right. This is an interesting email uh, because uh, just last week, I was the one that launched into the tirade that the Lakers are not a good basketball team. I was the one yesterday that launched into uh, how the Niners' defense is the key to winning or losing the Super Bowl. Uh, and I don't even have the, the, the whole list here, but I, but I will say this. Um, it, it, Michael, you're never going to like the sports show. It is evolving. It's a, what, three weeks in. You're never going to like it. The, 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 the Mixed Pick Sports Show is just like this show when it comes to politics. We don't, have, we don't have teams. We don't have hot takes. We take each particular issue and we evaluate it based on its merits, not whether it's a Democrat or Republican thing. If you want a show where two or more guys are screaming and yelling opinions at each other and always taking a contrarian view and giving, quote, unpopular opinions just because that's what it, you've got 10,000 of those. Steve and I specifically are not doing that. Yesterday, I disagreed with Steve. You just didn't notice because of the way we do things. We were talking about who, uh, what the Bears might do with the first pick in the uh, NFL draft, and I pushed back on him about why they maybe should drop down if they don't want to stay with their current quarterback, uh, Justin Fields, but they don't want to draft Caleb Williams for reasons that we were discussing. And Steve laughed at me in a very polite way, Stuck his ground, and we moved on. You see, there was no yelling. There was no insulting. There was no, well, I'm just going to tell you why you're wrong. That's the show we're doing. That ain't going to change. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But we feel like it is already. Don even had the audacity to compliment me the other day, saying people are seeming to like it, which that had to kill Don. I know she was talking more about Steve than me, but that had to, that had to just, like, she, she, had, she had to heard something over the weekend, to which her response was, really? That show? Ew, the sporty sports show? That's what she calls it. Oh, my God. Um, but we're just, we're not going to do that. Uh, 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 I, I will say, I will say uh, uh, that uh, Steve and I may actually fight 
uh, if because you know Steve has this like positive outlook on everything. Oh, I know it's so sweet. Which which I don't. Um, and if he if he is in any way supportive of pickleball, then he and I will get into a major <laughs> argument. I just don't know when that's gonna happen. Okay, so this guy has has been listening to you for twenty five years. The, the the guy who emailed is that what, what he, he said? said? Okay, Michael. Do you, you know what? And and you're so right. Rob has proven over your twenty five years of listening, sir, that he just doesn't like to take a stand and give an opinion on things if it's not popular. Well, not yet. I'm not doing I mean, it on the sports show, apparently. Right, but I mean, you've proven that, right? right you, just, yeah. you never give your opinion. <sighs> Darren wrote in and said, 6.15 a.m. Tuesday morning, and Rob has already lost control. It's going to be a good week. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a good week. Uh, by the way, a complete set of Michael Jordan Championship Air Jordan sneakers oh. worn by Jordan during the clinching uh, victories of his six NBA titles and six NBA final uh, as MVPs have been auctioned off. It's called the Dynasty Collection. It consists of Air Jordan 6 and 91, 7 and 92. These are the names of the shoes. Oh. Air Jordan 8 and 93, Air Jordan 11 and 96, 12 and 97, and 14 and 98. They're all autographed by Michael Jordan. There's one shoe from each of those years because okay. – oh. After each of Jordan's six titles, uh, he was always photographed with only one shoe on because he granted the PR executive, Tim Hallam, at the time of his first one, his wish of having MJ's shoes if they won that first championship. And then, because he's very superstitious like all these athletes are, every time Jordan won, he gave the next five sneaker, one sneaker, to Hallam. And so here are the other six sneakers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like he, he gave a left sneaker but kept the right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you get all of the, the other ones. And I don't know which shoes, left or right. Autographed, and they sold for a mere uh, $8,032,000 to oh. one person at auction. Damn. It doesn't say who the, the person who bought them was? No, it's, uh, so far it's uh, it's uh, private. Or okay, so <sighs> I had heard about this story, and maybe I have heard, and now it seems a little better because the way I had originally heard it was it was for one pair. I mean, now it's a deal. No. You have Nike. <laughs> yeah, there's no pair. There are just six shoes. But I mean, there's six shoes. And, Originally, I thought there was only two. And they're all autographed. I mean, my God, now it seems worth the money. Good God, eight million dollars for uh, for uh, six individual uh, shoes. What, yes. what are you doing with them? Displaying them or or holding on to them to sell them in, when Jordan dies. Uh, it, 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 man, I mean, everything's wow. going to skyrocket in, oh, Lord. in, in yeah, price. Yeah, yeah. Right? Man, I'm kind of a little bummed out because the other day I was watching the, one of the Lakers games and the one of their players, Austin Reeves, after the game, he took off his shoes and gave them to, to two kids in the crowd. And I was Aww. like, that was super heartwarming. I think what I know Jordan did it, but it would have been cool if he did that with his championship shoes. But maybe not because maybe the kids would have ruined them. And now we wouldn't have them in history. All right. <sighs> you know what, Kyle? The good news is that's the second worst rant of this segment. <laughs> Dawn still has you beat. Uh, uh, yeah, but, but, don't try to beat me and be in the worst. I don't know if you that's possible. You can't do it. Um, nope. We got the. <laughs> we got this from a, a name withheld dude. This is a very interesting clarification that this guy needed to to make. Uh, but we got Tech to You Tuesday coming up at uh, 11 a.m. right after the Mixed Pick Sports Show on Rad TV and. Uh, on the Rad Radio app, and of course in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM, and Ian's doing an entire show on scams. Yeah. Uh, uh, people calling you, texting you, all these scams where they're trying to, trying to get you to give up your tax refunds and going after your cars, things like that. And we were talking about this uh, last week. We had uh, the guy who, who went viral because uh, he got a call, or actually his wife got a call, from uh, law enforcement saying, um, you missed jury duty, and if you don't give us two grand, we're going to come arrest you. And it looked like the call was coming from the local sheriff's office. Eventually, the guy gave him the money. 
uh, and uh, and we, we talked it through. And at, at the very end, I, I we had a fun moment where I said, uh, dude gave him the money and then made a police report, and, of course, nothing came of it. And Kyle said at that moment, he said, well, cops have better things to do. And I'm like, I'm going off the last thing that was said, which is filed a police report, nothing came of it. I'm like, well, dude, if it was your money, you'd want him to go after it. And Kyle patiently waited and said, I, I was talking about arresting people for, oh, yeah, for yeah. jury. And right. that gave us a chance to say, yeah, okay, law enforcement, they're not going to just randomly show up at your house for that. They're not going to call you over that. So this guy felt the need to write this in. I guess not recognizing the very specific difference to our all-encompassing uh, statement, oh. if you will. But he wants the record corrected. I shall do so as a supporter of law enforcement in general. I'm catching up on your show, and you're talking about law enforcement scam calls where the caller claims they're law enforcement and knows all of a person's information, but it ends up being a scammer. I work in federal law enforcement. I've heard repeatedly from so many, not just on your show, that, quote, real, end quote, Law enforcement will not contact you by phone. That is not true. Okay. Now, this next statement to me seems to make very clear the difference between what we were saying and what he's saying. We often need to contact witnesses by telephone to either oh, conduct Jesus. interviews or set up interviews. Dude. That's not even what we were talking about. You would know that. that if you were a witness to something, you would have already made contact with law enforcement. And you'd actually be expecting their call. Yes, and that wasn't what we were saying. No, it's not. It was, oh my God. He says, the one key point is that real law enforcement will never request any payment for anything over the phone or threaten that there's an outstanding warrant for you. Right, we covered that. Yeah. Please correct the record. There's law no enforcement may indeed <laughs> contact a member of the public by telephone. Thank you for that yes. for that on the record hmm. correction that yes if you're involved in a in a ongoing investigation which you would know of law enforcement may call you know what else if you have like uh, uh, um, security chief Pat uh, officer Pat who's who does our security he's a cop he will call me now and then what happens to be a personal friend but right, there's another yeah. way that law enforcement will contact you at home hey, hey. I, and I think we need to correct the record on that too hey hey listen and I'm just here to say to put on the record if for whatever reason. Law enforcement decides now they are going to call you to get money or tell you about a warrant. Oh, yeah. I still will hang up on them and, and suffer the consequences and drive down to the police station to double check. I still will not engage them on the phone in case it's a scam. Uh, speaking of uh, being called, I don't think we, uh, we needed a news story for this, but landlines across America are being phased out, not just because of us, but now they're going away. So sorry, old people. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, live long enough, you won't be able to have a landline. Phone companies are switching to a new infrastructure that does not support them. Uh, only 5% of landlines will remain in America by 2030 as older copper wire-based lines will be phased out in favor of more advanced technology that doesn't work with landlines. There are 100 million of them between businesses and residentials uh, units currently active in the United States. By 2030, only 5% will remain. Oh, I remember like early 2000s. And then mid-2000s, oh, I will always have a landline. I will never be without a landline. I don't even know the last time I had a landline. It might have been 2005. Yeah, we, we, we have one, and it's not connected because we just let the phone die. And it's like, what am I going to do with a landline? One of my refusals was for a short time there uh, at Pottery Barn, there were these phones that were kind of old-fashioned looking that were, like, <clears throat> so popular and looked really cute right in your house. So I'm like... 
well, I can't just sit it here and have it not be hooked up. Well, you can. So this is the only yeah. reason why I will have yeah. the landline. That's what people do if they <laughs> right. if they do stupid stuff like that. The only reason uh, in the beginning was that you you had a direct connection to nine one one for an emergency. Yeah. That's all been handled with satellite technology. There's no reason for uh, for landlines. Let's get to Win Rob's change. We do it every morning at six thirty and nine thirty. A trailing email here from Angie. Hi, Angie. She wrote in and said, "Lots of love to the show. I am just now able to write R E the dude that made that crappy guess at six thirty yesterday. Thanks." Now I want that dude's ass on a platter for Super Bowl. Well, yeah, yesterday at this time, uh, some moron called in, made a guess that had made no sense, clearly uh, invalid, and so that bumped everything. Because although I I think yesterday's guess at six, or I'm sorry, clue at six thirty, nope, nine thirty, was a big reveal if you've been following along. But I but I know the answer as Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, has been writing the clues for this mega bucket, and she's been teasing that if we don't get a winner right now. The next clue, clue 27, should really be the one that draws you the roadmap and get a winner as early as 930. If we don't get one right now, and there are a few people that are right in, they are confident after yesterday's clue number 26 oh. that they have figured out. I cannot comment. Let's find out. If you give us the right amount of money, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18. Gets to win Rob's chain. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.